What? <laughs> was that a live bubble? That's a live bubble. Wow. Was that the red? Was that the red in the ledger? Is that what that red was? <laughs> yeah. Took Somewhat. Like 90, took me 97 years. I finally got to figure out what that red in the ledger was. <laughs> Worst ever. Anyway, go ahead, brother. This is you. Yes. This is your production. Welcome, everyone, to a impromptu special edition <laughs> of Fandom Initiative. We've been on hiatus, but we needed to come back and talk about a particular movie that came out about two weeks ago. Not sure that everyone's seen it, but we gave yeah. y'all a chance to uh, go out and see it or see it in your homes. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert, yes. Uh, we're getting ready to talk about Black Widow, so... I feel bad for you if you haven't seen it, but, <laughs> you know, th- th- there's some things that we, we want to talk about this week. So there, I mean, you have options. If you don't feel like going into the theaters, you still do have the option of doing the, the Disney uh, a premium, uh, their, their premiere option, which is $30, right? Still $30. Yeah. $30. Yes. That seems like it's going to be a standard price regardless of the movie. Correct. Yeah. As, as far as it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, so there are options that you can use, and when you, because it's not going to release for everybody until I think October. I think I saw. Yeah, I think so. I like, like some, like middle of October, beginning of October, something like that. I think. Mm-hmm. So you do have the options. I mean, if you do want to wait because of whatever reasons, it's going to be a bit of a longer wait than other movies, obviously, because you figure this is the first um, MCU back in theaters mm-hmm. uh, um, since uh, COVID. So, you know, you were going to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, so this movie was delayed for a year and a half or a little over a year and a half. Yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Widow. Uh, it's it's funny. It's actually been delayed a lot longer than a year and a half. We should have gotten this quite a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say that the timing of it. It happening now is just fortuitous. It was just blind luck because of um, what has been happening in the country, in, in essence. So it, in a way, we should have gotten it already. And I don't want to hear anybody say anything about, oh, the executives didn't know if a movie headed by a woman would be a, an MC movie or a comfort movie headed by a woman was going to be profitable. Shut up. Shut all the way the fuck up, please. Just shut. I, if I hear that, if anyone parrots it, I just shut up. Just sit down and <laughs> shut up. Seriously. Some of the biggest writers, Gail Simone, uh, 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 Kelly, uh, um, Kelly Sue DeConnick, um, uh, Regine Sawyer, Michelin, Hess, uh, there are some of the biggest names in comics are women. And there are a plethora of women who read comics, who do art, who do commentary, who do reviews, who do podcasts, who do everything <laughs> that has to do with comics. So if your idea, because there was a cat who once said, well, I'd like to have, you know, um, uh, a woman on the show, but show me a woman that knows about comics. You live in New York. Uh-huh. Fucking, fucking step outside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're a big boy. Fucking do the work. Okay. Yes. yes. Please don't make me pull out the Prince shade 
don't make me pull out the the, the shade. Don't. It's just stop. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and stop. I just fucking morons i can't this is going to be a type of show it's going to be folks i i will have positive things to say though i will i honestly will mm. um as far as the summer goes uh your your thoughts on um on a black widow sir uh i liked it i i did um i think that this is going to be one of the first mcu movies where I like it, but there are some things that I kind of wish or wish that they had done and had taken advantage of. And there are some things that don't really happen in this movie the way that I would have liked. But um, for the most part, it's a good movie. Um, it is. And and you said this the other day in a text that you sent me after you had saw it the uh, second time. Um, yes, it's. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to caveat that when it gets to me. There's a reason why I saw it twice. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, this is kind of the MCU's. I I guess I want to say this the way I'm going to say it: family action entrance into their mm. parroting of uh, genre films, I guess. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, so I think, let me let me start off with the things that I, I, I thought that they could have done better with this. I think the biggest thing for me in this movie is that I wanted more of Budapest. And I wanted more Budapest just to kind of see everything that happened from their perspectives. And that means Natasha and, to a certain extent, Barton. And I feel like in some ways, I feel like in some ways there is a good setup for that when you finally kind of see what happens in the movie when she is directly, meaning Natasha, is directly responsible for one of the heavies in this movie, being Taskmaster. Right? I called that one. You did. You did. Just because I don't theorize about stuff, people think I don't know. You did. You I, called it. You called I, it. I, I friggin' know. Um, and I mean that that whole reveal and that whole scene kind of takes on a whole new meaning for something that Natasha said way earlier in this saga, where she says that she has a lot of red in her ledger and that she's trying to make amends for things that she's done. You know, and to a certain extent, I don't know that it's obvious. We didn't know then what she really meant. You know what I mean? But, mm. I mean, we knew that she kind of, you know, for the most part, had been a Black Widow, had been a trained killer who had probably killed a lot of people. But we didn't know that she wound up basically murdering a kid or, or thought she did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And 
I thought I thought this was one of the more brilliant things with the MCU because the MCU has a habit of doing this where they kind of do these things and and put the people that we cheer for kind of in perspective as these like frail beings, right? This happened before in Shield, the TV show, hmm. with Agent May who we've always known that her nickname is the cavalry. And when we finally get that episode in shield about how she becomes and earns that nickname, you realize just how devastating that situation was that she even got that name. You know what I mean? Because she wound up saving the team. Unfortunately, she wound up killing a kid to do so. You know what I mean? And I think that that's really my only criticism of Black Widow is just that. I, I needed more of what went on with her and Barton in Budapest. And it, it, it didn't even really need to be that much more. I just think it needed to be fleshed out more than just that scene of her waiting in the car, realizing that, you know, the daughter is going to go upstairs and then they're going to blow up that building. Thinking mm. that they've neutralized the threat. That was really my only criticism of the movie. But other than that, I thought it was great. I thought she was great. I thought Florence Pugh, <laughs> she's basically the breakout star of this movie. Like, I've known, I've seen Florence Pugh in other movies, and she's been good in other movies that I've seen her in. But I'm excited to see what they do with this character in the MCU because she just she just plays it in a way that is just refreshing. Like she's almost she's pretty much. And I found myself thinking this while I was watching it. She's kind of the the raw and unrefined Natasha. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like she's just reckless and but reckless in a way that you want her on your team. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you know that she's going to do whatever needs to be done, no matter how dangerous it is, to help the team win. Um, I thought David Harbour was good. I thought Rachel Weiss was good. Hmm. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts, brother? Um, this is in actually this should have been Black Widow two. The first one should have been about Budapest, Hmm. but the way that. MC might do it, they might do it in reverse, which doesn't fucking make any sense because then they're going to look older than what they should, and it's supposed to be a prequel kind of thing. Mm. But what have you? I'm starting to see a pattern in the way that they're doing the storytelling. It can be good, but this wasn't handled the best by Marvel and Disney. Fucking drop the ball. Honestly, fucking drop the ball with this one. You're going to get spanked, but I'm going to give you aftercare and kiss you on your forehead. Give me a moment. Okay. This this was a huge drop ball. 
this should have been something that should have been done after we got and and then this movie could have been at this this movie could have been placed where it is now obviously because we're getting after endgame but this should have been the second black widow movie and we should have gotten the first one maybe i'm trying to think of what movie after it should have been maybe after winter soldier okay because we we because we're getting that espionage because it was that blend of action family mm-hmm. and then espionage winter soldier is like tied with blade as far as marvel movies i know blade is considered mcu go fuck yourselves i don't care marvel movie i couldn't give a fucking shit give marvel give blade those fucking flowers yeah but those they're tied honestly black widow is like a decimal under winter soldier for me really enjoyed this Mm-hmm. I like more characters that are a bit more grounded, such like that. Yeah, the star fairing is nice, but here's the thing. You have all that cosmic shit that happened. Mm-hmm. Then you're dropping us back down to Earth. Right. For people who are not familiar with everything, it might seem like a bit of a downgrade. Mm-hmm. Because we were flying off in space. We were fighting aliens, and we mm-hmm. got time and every like space. Out there. Mm-hmm. We got all this great stuff going on. Then we're back there, down here on Earth. Yeah, yeah. So people who aren't familiar may have been like, well, what's this, what is going on? Um, yeah, th- that it was just handled wrong. I'm just, I'm just going to be fucking honest. I'm not, I, you, you guys know me. I'm not the ass. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to kiss ass just because it's Marvel or what have you. I'm not. Um, there was something else that annoyed me about the movie, but it didn't annoy me to the point where I was where I was like ready to leave a the theater. It just annoyed me to a point where I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh. You know what? It may have been. Um, no, it wasn't there. Because I understood that point. Forget it. So I watched the movie twice. Uh. Now, first time I watched it, I had did a seven day stint at work. And the day that I went to see it, I had worked a. 12 hours no 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 no. the next day or no it was that the yeah i'd worked an unexpected 12 hour shift i was done i was knackered i was out of it watch the movie i was like oh it's great started falling i was like no 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 last 10 minutes i fell asleep about nine times totally missed the end credit which is like the meat that's what you're there for uh-huh. you know so i missed it. i said okay cool got the amc a plus uh-huh. Okay, cool. I'll go ahead, went again, watched the whole thing, was able to take it in way more, obviously, because I'm a little more coherent, what have you. Okay, so I gave you your spanking marble. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> now I'm going to give you your aftercare and a kiss you on your forehead and tell you how pretty you are. Mm. Yes. Um, again, keep in mind that I said this should have been the second Black Widow movie. Uh-huh. You got fucking. Three, four, four, three, uh, uh, four movies, and the second one was shite. Uh-huh. Remember that. Um, but this one was timely, very layered. Um, first off, I mean, everyone that you mentioned, Ray Winstone, I wanted to kick you in your balls the whole yeah, fucking right. movie, yeah, right. which shows yeah. this guy is always on point, always love, always, him. always, always love. He's always that gruff. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to kick him his balls the whole movie. Uh-huh. When he when he punched Natasha in the face, I, I got I said, mother. And uh-huh. you know she can defend herself, but uh-huh. because of it, 
but the layering yeah. of misogyny of um, executives in Hollywood using their power against uh, young um, actresses. Um, when you become a problem, they get rid of you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like if you make accusations, Hollywood will get rid of you. Uh-huh. Um, there's no need to read between the line, folks. Um, Hollywood is full of scumbags. Um, yeah, that whole thing, it was just very layered and timely. It felt almost like they were talking about not only Hollywood, but also human trafficking. When you see the girls in, in, in the container crates, I was standing there like, oh, uh, oh, and there was, I was like in my stomach, I was like, Yes. So to even talk about that and then using children, young girls, he said the world's biggest commodity that nobody cares about young girls. Uh-huh. Fuck. There was so much layering in that of the subtext that was not very much subtle, very overhanded um, and being the geopolitical thing. And this guy who was these girls ha- hang out with all of these big politicians mm. where have we seen that the last couple of years uh-huh. where have we seen that where have we seen mm. throw a little little parts there i need a little water it must have been some type of ep cough or something i don't, I don't know <laughs> but very timely um i will give flowers too um to not only Winstone, but Harbor. Yeah, Harbor was just ridiculous. As did did he talk about me? And when the guy said the timeline, because I'm sitting there going, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. And he was like, so you call me a liar? You told uh-huh. me a liar. Uh-huh. And when he suddenly broke the dude's arm, I loved it. Um, he just he's just so awesome and so cool, and it, he just does it. Um, Scarlett Johansson. I say this as a joke all the time, but she showed range. This 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 role is perfect for her and, and her acting um, because she showed a vulnerability when they're sitting at the table and it's like a family dinner but after they've been separated and it's a quote unquote family dinner and you find that they're not actually a family and she's getting upset and even when um, Rachel Weisz who awesome always as well when she's like sit up straight she's like you're hunching you don't hunch and you see each of them doing their parts in the family you know, the doting father who is an idiot who doesn't know anything, but hey, my girls are all together. The 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 uh, the mother who is um you know stricter and telling no st- sit up straight, that's not how you do this. That's not. and the other daughter cope and the younger daughter coping by drinking. Incredible. Um their chemistry was so awesome, it was so amazing. I truly enjoyed it. Um William Hurt is all he's in a for a couple of minutes saying he always does great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um Olga Kurilenko, I want to say her name is, yes, uh-huh. who played Taskmaster. Remember, folks, I said them when I kept talking, when I kept saying Taskmaster. I never said he, I said them because I knew Marvel has a habit. Well, actually, um, comic books are going to do this in general, I want to say, as far as like movies, stuff like that. They'll have the big bad, but then they'll have the big, like, they'll have the big boss and they'll have the mini boss that you have to defeat in order to get to the big boss. Uh-huh. And a lot of time that mini boss, um, actually Fast and Furious does this a lot too, come to think of it, because everybody's family. Um, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fucking shit, man. Um, it, they'll have that character and it'll change them just enough so they can bring them back. And Tasky, 
Taskmaster is a character that's been around for a long time. In the comics, I think there have been two Taskmasters, possibly. Taskmaster has been a man in the comics. As far as I know, it's only been a man. This movie, you weren't going to have the big bad just be um, Drekov, Winston's character. Uh-huh. Tasky was there as well, Taskmaster. But with a movie like this, where it was a a, a, a female woman led movie, you had to have that. There was a part where, and Tasky, Tasky's ability is that um, Taskmaster has. Um, forgot the actual name name of the term, but it's like like a muscle memory thing. You watch someone do something, you can copy it. Uh-huh. It's kind of how humans work, but just in not a superhero type way. There's a point where they're on the bridge and they're they're fighting and they both do a kip up. Tasky mimics. So however your body type kind of does this, how Tasky's going to do it. When the kip up happened, it looked more like a woman or a feminine body. That's what I'm looking. I'm like, no, they're going to do something different. Also, it's the MCU, so it's a different universe. They're going to take uh-huh. those characters and change them a little bit. Uh-huh. So that's why I was great. I enjoyed that little twist of it actually being Drekov's daughter. I enjoyed that because, again, it showed how much of an absolute monster. This dude is worse than Thanos to me. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Thanos was trying to do something good was trying to get rid of half the universe. Truthfully, he should have went for like two, four, like 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 more, like three-eighths or something like that. Like He should have went for more, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh-huh. More than half, because way too many of us here. There's not enough empanadas to go around, so somebody's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. It's not, it's not enough. <laughs> but that was such a key thing and so important. And then the line when uh, she's woken up, and she says something, and it's something that, from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I know of abuse, um, when the abuser is gone, either left the room or gone or in jail or what have you, the first thing she said was, is he gone? Is he still here? Uh-huh. Well played. Well played, because that's how long has he been using his daughter, abusing her like that? Uh-huh. And the first thing she says is, is he gone? Is he still here? Uh-huh. This, yeah, is, is up there. There's a lot. Action sequences were incredible, amazing. Um, nice, dry comedy that was in there. Great little hints to the history between Barton and Romanov. With, oh, well, well, what kind of gun makes those type of bullets? It's not a gun. Those are arrows. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Little moments like that. The Widow's. Outstanding. Yeah, I I yeah. need something separate with them. I, I yeah, need them. I, I you you read my mind, brother. Because when I when I Disney saw Plus it, series, Disney Plus yeah, series, right I alongside it, uh, Wakanda. When I saw it, I was like, wow. I'm like, okay. Like, I was like, does Disney even realize that they kind of created something that people will be potentially interested in? Like. This whole this whole thing where it's like you basically have even and I don't believe it's an accident that they created it this way. I believe that there's a purpose to everything that Marvel slash Disney does, right? So for you to create this idea 
that there are all of these widows around the world, like this <laughs> major like organization slash super team out here. To me, those they're gonna play some other role down the line. Like you, you can't just put that in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then leave that to the side as we go along. You, you know what I mean? Because there's no way. There's no way. Like well, I potentially could see that becoming on the same par, arguably a shield. You know what I mean? Well, remember, this kind of mirrors Black Panther, though. All those agents, mm -hmm. we can get an agent of Wakanda. We can mm -hmm. get some type of any because Shield is now gone. So we have the opportunity to have Sword. Mm -hmm. Um, like the organization that that, that that I can think of on top of my head, Sword, Agents of Wakanda. Mm -hmm. I think there actually is a Widows. There might be a Widows miniseries. I think where it's not like a big group like that, but I think it's like maybe two or three Widows. I think. Um, like you have that opportunity to have something like that. Yeah, and I would not be. I would not be. I would not be disappointed if they even created a, like you said, a Disney Plus series called The Widows, where maybe you know the team is even head up by Helena. You mm. know what I mean? Like I, literally, like I do not feel like that was an accident. I feel like they were kind of gauging interest in what people would want to see out of that. You know what I mean? Well, it's them looking to, it's not by accident because again, their business, they're a fucking corporation. Their goal is to make money and their goal is to have long lasting properties. So this is storytelling, but it's also a way for them to continue this, um, this line of movies. Uh -huh. So you bring in that and it's young actors again, because unfortunately age hits us all uh -huh. and Obviously, as you can tell, um, age hits us all, and you want to get that next that next crop. I mean, look, when I heard that Afro, uh, excuse me, that 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 Samurai Rider was in this movie, I said, yeah, bet, cool. And they even had a couple of times where they focused on her face in particular. Uh -huh. She is a star. She is a star. Put her out there. You put her in that series. Her work is incredible. Uh, she is just one of the best uh, stunt people that I've seen in martial arts. I'm just incredible. And that's just one person out of this group. They stole scenes when they were using actual teamwork to get to uh, um, Romanoff, and they were beating her up. I was like, that's, yeah, that's what this team of assassins is going to do. This team that has been trained in the Red Room and everything. Oh, and another thing, the way they, this scene could be seen two ways. A lot of people will see it as comedy, well, some will not. The scene where they're on the plane, they've just um, rescued uh, Alexi, mm -hmm. and they're talking about the Red Room and how they do, and pur they purposely said this, um, involuntary hysterectomies. And the way Elena just says it outright, well, they go in, they chop up and everything like that. It could be seen as them doing ha ha he ha he he. But no, she's very blunt in what she says. Where Natasha is more of like a scalpel. Yelena is more of a shotgun. Uh -huh. So for the way she said it, she wasn't saying it as a joke. She wasn't saying a deadpan. She was saying 
This is what happened. And it could be seen as, oh, yeah, she's just being funny because, haha, you know, she's, you know, whatever, she's sarcastic, whatever. Those are being sarcastic. She was saying that seriously. And she was being blunt because that's the experience that she had. That's the experience that all those women have had. Experience that women have had in real life. And not being able and not having sovereignty over your own body, not having freedom of choice. Again, that's another layer right there. Ladies, I'm trying to open my mind. I'm trying to see what y'all are talking about going through. I'm listening. I promise you. I'm seeing these little things like this. So that so to put that in a superhero movie where it's usually, oh, you know, yeah, we're going to save the bad guy, um, you know, fight the bad guy, save the day, whatever. But it's in this for her to say it so directly and so just, no, this is what they did. As a matter of fact, bluntly, this is what happens. And also a message saying this is what happens to women. Yeah. There was a, there's a lot there. She stole scenes incredibly. I even... When she talks about, she reminds me of she like she reminds me of almost like a Deadpool and Cecil where she knows she's in a, a superhero movie because yeah. she's like, why do you do that thing with your head? Why do you do that that thing is so stupid? Why do you do poser. it's a <laughs> yeah it's a poser, yeah. and when she does it in a sense she goes, oh it's stupid. There's a quick scene where, um, uh, Melena Melania, I'm trying to remember um Rachel of uh, Vice's character's yeah. name. Millennia, yeah, yeah, where she does it really quickly after, after she does the head scissors, uh -huh. to the she does it very quickly. I didn't catch it the first time again because I was a little out of it. As I was the second time, and I was like, Oh, she, she yeah, she did right there. So that's something that, that you're taught apparently uh -huh. in the red room. You're taught to do a superhero pose, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you're taught to pose the way you should because it glorifies this. There's so many layers of oh, god, this, this, yeah, this, this, it didn't feel like an MCU movie either. Even though there were references, it didn't feel like an MCU movie. I think that's why I liked it too, because it was different from the usual fray of them. Yeah, I think Black Widow is going to be one of those underrated gems in the MCU for most people who are looking for something. I know, I know they were people who were looking for something huge, right? They were looking mm. for something huge in this comeback by, MC, by Marvel to big screen. And I don't mind so much that it's it's... I don't mind so much that it winds up becoming an underrated gem, right? Because I feel like it's this thing where you, the more you go back and watch it, the more you'll appreciate this film. Same, same, same thing with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is an underrated gem. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah. Doctor Strange ten times. Every time I watch it, I would like it even more because I'm like, damn, this is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to your point, to your point before when you were talking about, you know, you could see a Disney Plus series and things like that. I almost feel like that's almost a, a, a foregone conclusion at this point because from all accounts that I'm reading, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson isn't done. Like, mm. I think that she's going to kind of maybe take on a more, like, behind-the-scenes role with the MCU or something like that, but she is not done even by her own words. She says that she's not done with the MCU just yet. So we'll see. Hmm. We'll see I mean, what happens. There, I mean, a series like that would be something big, and it 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 can be you know multiple seasons, or it can be like an event series, yeah. so um, maybe, a, a one shot series. So maybe that's what we'll maybe perhaps that's what we'll get is we'll get a mini series about Budapest. Yeah, I mean, even like it, that doesn't even need to be six episodes. You could do four one hour episodes to close that story. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? It could be they have there. I mean, I'm not the biggest like Black Widow reader, mm -hmm. <clears throat> obviously. Um, 
but I know that there were two. Natasha is actually the second, I believe. Mm-hmm. The first one was blonde. So, I mean, again, you can just go in reverse. You can have them be this. Mm-hmm. You can have uh, Elena be the... Well, they're all widows, in essence. I guess. She's she's the only one that actually said Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett Johansson, again, trying to race-bend her goddamn characters. Um, God. Uh, but, I, again, I still gave her flowers, but, you know, whatever. Um, let's talk about that. There was only one after credit scene, mm-hmm. which is cool with me because, again, I was out of it. And I had a big ass iced tea, so yeah, I, I had to, you know, the popcorn was gone in like thirty minutes, easy man, uh, for real. With both movies, we get uh, Yelena. Um, oh, and we also find out where where the green vest is, and everything. Like, so they do have like some nice kind of link and, and tie-ins for things, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get Yelena at. Uh, Natasha's grave, she's cleaning it off, which shows to me that she's done this before. She's been doing this mm-hmm. since uh, Natasha's death, that she's been going there every so often, straightening it up and cleaning off and such like that. That's how I felt when I saw that scene. I didn't think it was her first time because she seemed so familiar with it, the mm-hmm. area. She let mm-hmm. her dog go, mm-hmm. everything like that. Dog never did come back. I don't know. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about that dog. Probably chilling in the field um, somewhere. <laughs> Um, I'm saying, and then you know she's there. She's mourning her sister, visiting, what have you. And who walks up, or who? And we don't even hear them. All we hear is like somebody blowing their nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't know if it's emotions or allergies. We truly don't know. Right. And that's I, I find that so funny about that scene because it could be either one, mm-hmm. and the person just does not care. Mm-hmm. Julia Louise Dreyfus comes back in. Yes, as um, I'm trying to remember her character's name again. Valentina. Yes, Valentina. Mm-hmm. This is what I love, and there's a huge link here. Um, her and uh, the actor that plays Colson. Oh yes, Greg. No, 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 Greg. Greg oh, Johnson. No, 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 no. Trying to remember his name. Oh my god. Yeah, this this is embarrassing. <laughs> um, it really is. Uh, it's geez, I yeah, I can't remember his name. That's why I'm googling it right now. Clark Greg. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Yes. So they're playing mirror images of the same character. He went around for the Avengers Initiative. She's going around, but we don't know what for initiative. I'm thinking. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna um, thunder tonight. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. An, another an initiative. So I love the fact that they're doing that kind of full circle thing. But also, these two were in a series called "The New Adventures of Old Christine." They played um, exes who were raising a son together. Uh So I love that little nod. I want them to have a scene together again because they have great chemistry. Uh Um, Clark has grown as an actor, so he's better now and he's more comfortable in the MCU and stuff like that. Uh 
but I love that fact of them coming back around. Thunderbolts, fucking Thunderbolts, folks. If you didn't get the goddamn, that's the stupid ass joke I made earlier. I mean, it actually is supposed to, to storm tonight. But yeah, it, it Thunderbolts. You think you think it's gonna be Thunderbolts, bro? I'm I'm hoping so. Hmm. Well, 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 look who you have, Zemo. Possibly Taskmaster. Um, who else is she going to? Uh, a U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. All these um, secondary baddies, mm-hmm. and they've all been in the Thunderbolts. I'm wait. I'm not sure about Taskmaster. I'm not sure if he's been in the Thunderbolts. But again, that could be the team. Do the MCU's version of Suicide Squad? So you don't, don't think you don't think that it'll be Dark Avengers then? I wouldn't. Uh, I don't. I yeah. I I'd rather that, Thunderbolts. I agree with you Dark because Avengers I think Dark than, Avengers than that Dark would Rain be, thing. I think Dark Avengers would probably be a much tougher sell. I think do Dark Avengers when you have um, X Men in there. Okay. Honestly, because you want that, because I want to see Deken. I want to see Dark Wolverine. I want to see Deken in a movie. I, that character, I'm not a big Deken reader, but I think that character has so much there that we can do with, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we actually, some people have been saying that we actually did get our first. "Quote unquote mutant." Um, for those listening to the audio, I just did air, air quotes. Um, mutants. People were saying that uh, the major, the the guy whose arm he who, broke in prison, yeah, is um bear. Can't remember the, the character's name. Ursa Major. Oh, Ursa Major. Yeah, and he they they even say um bear, like when he's talking to the guy. Mm-hmm. Like I think he calls him a bear or says he's like, mm-hmm. something like a bear. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would rather them go that route of doing Thunderbolts. I think Thunderbolts has more meat to it. Okay. And you can have kind of revolving cast and bring more in. And it's a really great team, honestly. And there have been so many iterations. And it brings Zemo back because we do need Zemo's horrible character. Woke. Woke as hell. <laughs> Apparently mm-hmm. that we found out. But is a... You know, a horrible character, and I think having that and then tying that somehow into whatever whatever big team they're going to do next. But it's kind of funny because it's the opposite. The the big team that they're putting together now is the Thunderbolts team or Dark Avengers, possibly. That that is an option as well. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So doing the 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 mirror image of yeah, we put together this team and uh, special people, the Avengers Initiative, and it was like you know one putting together something different and you've got what we need. Uh-huh. I, I think that would be cool. You know, I mean, either way, just doing that reverse of it and then, but who would rise up to fight them if they needed to, or just having that team be reluctant heroes and reluctant saviors, even though oh. I do want to crack us agent in, in the mouth continuously, oh, which is right. a good job of him acting, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, or are you, or are they potentially setting up a situation where this leads? And I, a friend of mine at work and I were talking about this, where I felt like the road that we're going down now 
is either going to be the the, the big event. The big event thing is either going to be a kind of modified Civil War two type movie mm. or a Secret Wars event. What about Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion is actually getting a D plus show, so that's is all going to be tied in, I think. Is it? They've. I mean, they hinted very strongly, obviously, at there being a secret war, as far as the timelines, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be getting a lot of Jonathan Majors with with variants. <laughs> a lot of this guy, a lot of this guy. We're, we're, which is cool. Uh, yes, and I, I, I know that I know I started off saying that this was a Black Widow show, but everything is on the table in this show, people, because well, we've well, been common for a while. Well, <laughs> that well, even the 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 link of that. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing I'm saying. Like, you go from I don't again people who aren't familiar with the comics. You go from you know space spanning and different worlds and you know, uh, half the universe gone and uh, everything. And then you go to, you know, being, uh, fighting a, a fight in Russia and stuff like that, going to time and space. People who aren't familiar are going to be like, this is all over the place. I, I feel like that's the thing. It's, they might get lost in the sauce just because of how it feels. People who know the comics are like, yeah, this is, yeah, they're all over the place. Because there are a bunch of different comics that you can read a Black Widow yeah. comic, you can go and read a Red Adventures, then you can go read a Celestials, then you can go read Eternals. You, you know, it's, it's, it's all over the place. But right. that was a, the link of that, where that's going, will eventually will tie in with Black Widow. Everything will eventually tie into a knot. You got to figure how long did it take us to get to Infinity War and Endgame? Uh-huh. We went through a lot of. We went through World War II. Literally, we went through World War II. Yeah. I'm I'm going to tell you something that I, I I I went and saw Black Widow with my sister-in-law and Mia, and a friend of mine, who is leaving for. Uh, she's leaving for Korea in the middle of August, hmm. but she is a. Uh, She's a huge fan of these movies. And she said something after we saw the movie that I kind of I don't know. I don't know that I didn't agree with it, but it was kind of in some ways it felt like out of nowhere when she said it initially. Mm. But now that when I think about it, she could be onto something. She said that she thought. Because I had I had basically brought up the same criticism right at the end of Black Widow when I saw it that oh well I wanted more of Budapest you know that was immediately what I said <laughs> and she kind of looked at me and she said well what if this isn't the Budapest that you think it is I was like what <laughs> not, not even really thinking about it not even really thinking about where we were going in Loki, right? Because we weren't there yet in Loki. Hmm. But this whole idea that yeah, the, this Black Widow movie may not be in the timeline that we kind of think that it is. Maybe similar things have happened to Natasha in another timeline, but 
that version of Budapest is not the version that we think that it is. We we can go that route, but the downside to that is that much how I feel about time travel, it can become yeah, can very be convoluted, and you can be very murky waters. Yes, you know what I mean. But it is an option because yeah, I mean you do have the option of variance in different um, uh, timelines, but then you start yeah, it 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 just becomes very murky at that point. That's why sometimes I cringe when I hear that people want to start bringing in time travel and mm-hmm. and alternate realities and, and the multiverse. Yeah, but in uh, some ways, you know what, you know what's funny that you say it like that? You know who you blame for that? You blame the Avengers for that. Because the Avengers are the ones that wanted to change everything back to the way it was, yeah. and now they've created... And, and that's not even really being said. Although they, they say in Loki... The Avengers did exactly what they were supposed to do, according to the Time Variance Authority or whatever. Mm. I still don't know that that's necessarily the the way to explain everything. Like, to me, based on the fact that we got three snaps in Endgame, or, or the Infinity Saga, if you want to say that, the Avengers have altered time and reality even in a way that I don't even think they understand that they've done at this point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they understand the ramifications of trying to put the world back to the way that they thought they were going to put it back to. Well, no, they, they don't. They were just so bent on putting back the status quo. Right. They didn't. And the only person who really was against it was Stark. Right. The one time that I mostly agree with Stark, (laughs) he was right. You shouldn't meddle in things like this. So, yeah, you put everything back, but you still altered time. Right. Time is not. And even the TVA, they had, you see, all those Infinity Stones in the damn drawer. And Loki's Mm -hmm. like, so this is what I'm, I I could (laughs) have just came here and went, we use them as paperweights. You know how belittling and useless that makes him feel. Exactly. Exactly. It it, and even when they're saying because at the 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 hub for for the TVA, time doesn't work the way it does for us. Uh-huh. Time isn't linear. Time is fluid. Time is all around. Time is nowhere. Time is uh-huh. whatever you need it to be at that point. So, when the Avengers did what they did. They didn't think, but they were like, oh, we have to put everything back exactly where it was at the time. No, because in the time that you took it away, they didn't care about creating different alternate realities. When they took those stones out, they caused all those other realities, and then, oh, we're going to put it back here, and it'll fix everything. No, it's not. No, it's yeah. not. The, the more you think about it, the more you think the Avengers are idiots. They're <laughs> the biggest group of idiots. Yes. But even in, in the comics, like I'm starting to read it now, like them when you see like the whole hellfire thing like them with, with the x-men and the, they're just so they're they're almost like like they have to mansplain shit to people and like this is what we're doing and you're sitting there going all right whatever man you know what i'm saying like there's a stream of water you put the pebble in there you're mm-hmm. altering the stream mm-hmm. you take the pebble out the stream is going to go back but you've still caused a change in it 
Yeah. It does. They don't. And yeah. e- even the way they tried to simplify time as far as the way time travel worked in the movie, I was sitting there watching it and I was like, no, nothing you said makes sense. Nothing yeah. you said makes sense. Yes. I mean, yes. time travel obviously is theoretical as well. I, I mean, I, you know, what have you. There are different ways to do it, obviously, but they tried to set the stand. This is how, and they're basically telling you this is how time travel works in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And they knew everything. No, you don't. That's not how time travel mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. You can't, mm-hmm. if we have to put it back in that, really? So that so now you realize there have been two caps here the whole time. Right. And another thing, you know what? I'm mad as hell about Cap. Let me say this real quick. Okay. <laughs> as much as I love the Cap movies and stuff like that, and the idea of Cap, yeah, similar to America, much like you like the idea of America and the idea of Cap, there's a lot of dumb stuff. Okay, so this man is from like World War II, what have you. Has he ever seen a black person in charge of anything? Uh. Ever? He wakes up, he sees Nick Fury. He doesn't say, you're a credit to your race. You're, they let you be in charge. He says nothing about that, nothing? Okay, uh. all right, cool. I realize you don't want to bring that into the MCU, but I was sitting there like, So we not. So he, what term does he use? Does he use black? Does he use colored? Does he like? There's so many questions I have about little nuance, but what? But, but whatever. Uh, you start realizing that all the all all the little nuances and such like that, all other complexities and the relationships and such like that. You start going. You know, a lot of what Stark was saying, he, he said it in in an abrupt manner and kind of jerkish, but it was because he knew he had the confidence. And he said, yeah, we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't. Change things back? Yeah, keep what I've got? I have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what happened? He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. You brought everybody, you brought those people back, sorry, what have you. You sent everybody else away, that's fine, what have you. You also did three snaps. Well, they did two. Mm-hmm. Thanos did one. Mm-hmm. But three snaps. Y'all are not thinking about that energy fluctuation that you put out there. Energy uh-huh. could either be created or destroyed. It can only be put into like different forms, kinetic and potential. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember all my like math, all, all my science stuff. Uh-huh. Like, where do you think that energy went? You don't think that? Like, why would you? Yeah, I mean, I think that this and and, and here's where I rope in. <laughs> here's where I rope in. James Gunn's comments here recently, you know, James Gunn, who had one of the biggest hits in the MCU, who now says, oh, well, he thinks that superhero movies are going to have to evolve at some point because he just Mm -hmm. feels like all of them are boring at this point. I'm going to disagree with that right now because I think in some ways the MCU is being that is being that set of movies that is daring to kind of evolve what we really think about things that we've already seen, right? Like, to me, to me, the Infinity Saga is great. Great. Are there bad movies in the Infinity Saga? Yes. But for the whole, the whole of it, it's great storytelling, great world building, great payoff. Now I think what you're beginning to see 
is that Marvel is kind of sowing the seeds for the fans to kind of question the things that they've already seen. Loki, to me, is just like this big, like, if you could tangibly make a question mark <laughs> and, mm. and, and, and put it in everyone's brain and put it in their hands, that, to me, is what Loki was. Loki is this big question mark to everything that's ever happened that you've already seen so far. Like, okay, like, like you said, you mentioned the Infinity Zones being paperweights of the TVA. And the fact that, you know, for lack of a better, for lack of a better, a better instance, the Ancient One tried to warn everyone, including Banner, about what happens when you start fucking with these stones in their present time. When you start fucking with these stones in their present time, yep. you get all this branched reality starting to happen. None of us cared about that, right? We were like, we have to defeat Thanos. This is what has to happen. If this is what has to happen in order for us to get this ultimate goal of getting rid of this guy... We're okay with it, right? So now <laughs> we're in this whole situation where it's like we thought we thought we won, we thought we did the right thing at the end of Infinity War and, and Endgame. Now Loki is kind of introducing the situation where it's like, eh, here's the big question mark: Did you really want what you got <laughs> in Infinity War and Endgame? Because now you're kind of messed up now. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. now you're creating this thing where whole swaths of people don't remember the life that they had, right? <laughs> all, all these variants. And then you've got this one guy who, you know, Unfortunately, Sylvie thinks if I kill this guy, everything will be all right. No. He's telling you, if you kill me, this worse than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It means worse that looks almost exactly like me coming. You know, so it's like, I think that that's the beauty. And I know we, we were talking about Black Widow, but I also think that that's the beauty of Loki, and I think Loki is an underrated series that people are going to be almost forced to go back and watch if they've skipped it for whatever reason to kind of know what's going on going forward. You know That's what, what I, mean? said, that I, I, I said? Loki would be the one that does the heavy lifting. Yeah, you have to have a series or movie that does the heavy lifting. Now people are going to go, Oh, this is, this is a little boring, it's not like it's exciting. Okay, okay, cool. And when everything happens, oh, you know what? Let me go back and watch Loki. Let me go back and watch what have you. And you find out, oh, this is what happened. Yeah, there's a point. You have to have a, you have to, that's part of world building. Sometimes not everything's going to be as flashy, mm -hmm. but you're going to get a lot of information about that story and a lot of information about these characters. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm have almost, to have that. Yeah, and I'm almost happy that Loki isn't, it isn't, it isn't Avengers tentpole flashy because it doesn't need to be. I think and it shouldn't. Yeah, what Loki is is Loki is the thing that makes you think about 
what do you really want out of this? What is the thing that you really want to happen with these heroes? And and is that really the thing that should happen? Because sometimes those things that we really want shouldn't happen. They're not meant to happen. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I liked Loki, and I definitely like this guy. I, I knew when they cast Jonathan Majors that this was going to be just this this really different and really warranted portrayal of this this character. And I loved the I loved how he played this variant of himself <laughs> at the end of time. It just makes me even more confident that when we get him in his full-on glorious Kang, it's just gonna be amazing. <laughs> just just amazing, I'm telling you. Yeah, and there's gonna be like, you know, different ways that he's gonna play each of the different variants. They're gonna be well, I, I do want to go back to James Gunn, his mm. comment. Mm. Looking at storytelling and lo- looking at how I look at storytelling and how whether it's a comic or a movie or a series, what have you, I I understand what he's saying, mm. and he's not wrong. Things mm. do need to evolve. Things do need to adapt. We do need different superhero movies. So it'll be similar to like how westerns. Mm. Westerns are still around. It's just at a certain point they were in their heyday. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. you had westerns all over TV, you had westerns all over movies. Now you don't get as many westerns, uh-huh. but you see them starting to come back a bit because they're they're evolving. You might see a horror one, you might see one that caught cowboys and aliens. I, oh, okay, that's two different ends on the spectrum. Uh-huh. Wasn't the greatest movie, but again, it was there. Uh, the harder they fall, which is coming out in 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 uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. August. No, no, no. Um, October, I want to say. October, I think. September, October. Yeah. October. Yeah. Like that. It's just, it's a similar thing. War movies were the same thing. A bunch of war movies that came out. You had TV shows again about war. You had something. You had Hogan's Heroes, which had mm-hmm. you make a comedy about prisoners of war during World War Two. Shards. How do you make that a comedy? <laughs> but you find a way to do it. Superhero movies are the same thing. You will. Have you seen Snake Eyes? I have not yet. Snake Eyes is a way of evolving a superhero movie or comic book movie because it didn't go how I think how I thought it was going to go. Okay. It was. I'm gonna. I I enjoyed it more. I no. no I'm, I'm gonna say I enjoyed it on a different level or in a different way. Excuse me. Than Black Widow. Okay. Black Widow, I really enjoyed. I like the fact that it was kind of separate from the. They do say Avengers a lot in there, though, but I understand why they're saying it because of the family. They're like, oh, you're a big Avenger. You know, yeah. it, it's almost like, oh, well, you're a doctor. You're, oh, you're, mm. you know, you're a surgeon. It's kind of like that. That's what family does. Mm-hmm. It it annoyed at me at first, but I was like, oh, I understand why they keep saying, why they keep throwing the word Avengers at her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Snake Eyes, <coughs> give me more of this for G.I. Joe. Okay. Give him. I. You can erase the other two movies. Totally fine with it. Although the no 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 not the first one because the first one does have something in it that I was that I was thinking about yesterday after the movie and I was like, damn, I didn't even see that until now because I don't really talk about it that much. I think there was a poly relationship in that movie. Snake Eyes, uh, Scarlet, and um, Ripcord. Think that's mm-hmm. open relationship or or he's like, yeah, go ahead, go, go run it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but Snake Eyes does great. Um, Andrew Koji, who I'm a fan of from Warrior, phenomenal. Uh, Storm mm-hmm. Shadow, Henry Golding. We've seen him do comedy. We've seen him do romantic, and now he's doing action. I love seeing um, uh, actors do different roles and in big roles in big movies. I love it. Mm-hmm. The, the movie was really awesome. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's a different thing, and I wanted to be a second origins movie. That sounds mm-hmm. weird. I, I want a second origins movie. That that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did it right. That's an origin. If, if you watch it. It is a different way of telling a superhero story or a comic book story where one where you didn't think because I watched it and I was like, wait, this isn't what this isn't. Then you realize, oh, oh, oh. For me, in my head, I want to start reading Jadjo comics. And this is also canon to me now. Okay. It probably isn't because it probably changed. But I believe Larry Hama, Hama, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember his name. I think he gave this like. A seal of approval. Yeah, he gave it a raise for you. He's got a cameo in it because I was looking at this guy in the dark and I'm like, wait, like not in the theater, but in the movie. Uh, like I was looking at this guy, it looks like this very dark lit scene, and I'm looking, I'm like, is that is that him? And I was uh-huh. like, Oh, I love when creators or people who have had very huge impact on characters make cameos in movies. Uh-huh. I love that. That's that that is so endearing to me. Um, but yeah, that's a, a form of evolving storytelling for our comic book movies. I do think there needs to be that because at a certain point, you will sit there. People who grew up with the old versions of something will sit there and, and they go, "Well, this isn't how it went. This is how it went. It wasn't meant for you. It was meant for this new generation. And if you dig this new one, that's great. If you love, if you don't, that's cool too because you just paid money to already go see it. But this was made for someone." else this is made for a next generation that has to happen with superhero movies too so you know what your review of this movie sounds like to me mm-hmm. how i felt about star wars last year you there, there has to be you have to have an evolution uh-huh. storytelling uh-huh. yes we are going to get some of the older fans that are going to dig it that's cool that's why that's what happened uh-huh. are all of them going to like it nope <clears throat> Yeah. You can always go back and watch the old stuff. You can always go back and watch some old dusty ass cartoons with the red and blue yeah. um, lasers. That that's cool. That's fine. You can or, even go back and watch those two movies. Or also, how I felt about Man of Steel too. Yeah, like you can do that. <laughs> but this isn't. It's sim- similar thing to music. Yeah, like it's it's rare that you see a movie, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing that I want. Like I want movies to take chances like man of steel is taking a chance with superman it's not the typical way of telling the superman story it's just not you know what i mean and that's why i loved it like it spoke to me on a different level it spoke to me like an adult who liked superman you know versus a kid that liked christopher reeve superman You, you know what i mean yeah I mean, you can enjoy both, or you can enjoy when you can. It's cool, whichever way. Exactly. I mean, it was the same thing that, um, because I haven't seen Space Jam, either of them, and, mm. and I'm good. Same, same thing with Space Jam, where you realize, like, you know, I didn't like how it was glossy. Mm-hmm. That's again, is this is made for another generation, right. and it's also the technology is right. way beyond what it was, mm-hmm. and that happens. That right. it has to. So, you know. That's and it, it it's okay to want it like um we just got and I I made a statement. I was like, wait, 
I just watched a G.I. Joe movie and there's a He-Man series coming out tonight. Like, what year is it? Like, what? Yeah. yeah these and, guys, have you seen and, the reviews on that? No. And it's not even official reviews. It's like fan reviews of it. Like, they are... Oh, then that usually really doesn't matter. That's, yeah, that's they're, they're fucking killing the show needlessly. They're gonna... Like, I don't know why. Well, they're like, they're like, you can't have... You can't call a, you can't call a He-Man show a He-Man show if it's not entirely about He-Man and Skeletor. I'm like, all right. No, well, first off, it's called Masters of the Universe. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, I'm I'm already done. I'm already done reading reviews on that because it's like, really, guys, really. Those aren't reviews. Those are opinions. Totally different. It's bullshit. bullshit. Again, it's called Masters of the Universe. So many of us call it He-Man. And there have been how many? And here's the thing. This is a continuation of the original series, correct? I believe so, yes. Okay, does anybody remember what happened in the original series? Don't wait. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll wait. <laughs> we didn't even know what seasons were back then. True, that is true. Do you remember the pilot episode of it? Do you, Do you even did you even know what a pilot was back then? All of you can sit down, shut up, and eat some ramen. Yeah, because it's we two never, bowls for one today. Yeah, no one ever really saw shows in order back then. You yeah. know what I mean? You caught it when you were done with your homework. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Don't tell so says I watched some of the first episode uh-huh. and I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm gonna dig it because in my sensibilities now I'm looking at his whole character, his his whole like <laughs> his clothing, and I'm like, I, I, I can't take you seriously, bro. Are you serious? Uh-huh. At least he has a better haircut. That's that's one thing I will say. Because uh-huh. that bowl cut was not the bangangs was not getting it back. The, I mean that would the bangangs. <laughs> that bang, 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 bang. But it is what it is. But I like that there's a progression in the story. Right. Everyone seems to have progressed except for Prince Adam, which I think is weird. But again, I have to take it with a grain of salt because it's it's Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Kevin Smith can be sometimes he needs to be reined in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes he likes to glory he he likes to indulge, but I'm going to give it a shot. It's only five episodes, so I'm going to give it a shot. If it's good, cool. If it's not, I won't watch it. That's It's nice. Man. Mm. Nobody's holding a gun to your head, folks. Yeah. So again, I grew up with the original. Again, do I do I remember the pilot episode? No, I didn't know what a pilot episode was. I thought a pilot was someone who had flew a plane. I didn't know that it was the first episode of a series. Did mm. I know? Did I know what a season was? Nope. I just knew when it came on. Mm. I saw episodes a thousand times because mm. it was on and I only had five channels to watch. Mm. And I couldn't watch TV all night because then my parents had to watch TV and whatever they watched, I watched. So, and you only had a certain block at five o'clock, cartoons stopped playing, the news came on, and then adult stuff was on. That's it. Adult as in like news, not adult as in like, you know, like porno. Calm down, y'all. Calm. There was no porno when I was a kid. Calm down. There was only Times Square. Calm down. So you you have to put in perspective. Some things aren't made for you. Your demographic is here. Great, yay! But you're not the demographic that everyone's trying to hit. The yeah. demographic of males eighteen to what is it forty five something like that. Eighteen thirty four is like that key demographic. It's starting to change, and it has to, because that demographic is now like in the thirties to sixties. Get old, folks. Stop. Go get that glass of go get the glass of Metamucil. Sit down. <laughs> I know you just got some some milk and magnesia um bulk stack from BJ's. Calm down, folks. Calm your stomach gonna get messed up. I'm gonna take a high blood pressure pill too. Watch out for the sugar. Watch out. <laughs> like you you have to. So 
evolution of storytelling is amazing. I've seen it in comics. There are comics when people are reading, talking about it. Like somebody could be talking about a comic about the X-Men from the 85. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm bored of fucking tears. Nope. I won't read it. I won't read it because of the, all the exposition, because the writing style will be boring. I know it tells a great story. And I get that. The art will not be what I want. I'm looking at comics now. I'm like, this is, are you serious? Oof, oof, oof. Killing it. That's the evolution of storytelling. Whether it's comics, movies, novels, gaming. Every technology evolves. Storytelling evolves. We have to encourage it. If you don't like something, that's cool. What have you. But don't get, well, you can't tell a story about He-Man and just Skeletor. Because it's called Masters of the Universe, you idiot. Uh-huh. Masters of the it's never it, I think it wouldn't I think it was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and one is his I think there's been like three or four different series. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But this is Masters of the Universe. It clearly says Masters of the Universe. Revelations. And there's a progression of everyone. Tila has a progression. Man of Arms has a progression. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And yes, they do still kind of look like they did back then. Obviously, yes. You weren't good. This isn't a full reboot. It's a continuation. It's not like Voltron, which was a complete and total reboot and an evolution of that story. Uh-huh. It's not. That's going to happen. So just if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. Stop hate watching stuff. There's... Which honestly, we need a we need a we need a special for that. We we need. I would take a a, a movie for that for uh, what Voltron. That series, that series ended in the best way possible. I know, I know. And it was just, it was, that's a perfect engine right there. I know. Perfect. They, the, the amount of action and comma, uh, uh, comedy and uh, dramatic tones mm-hmm. and linking of stories and throwbacks, little throwbacks to stuff that people who were like, if you're chuckling and someone who's like nine is like, oh, why are you laughing? You wouldn't get it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And don't. And you know what? They don't care. They turn mm-hmm. right back around and watch. They don't care. Oh, well, what's that supposed to mean? If you don't, if you don't get the reference of an Easter egg, it's not an Easter egg to you. It's just a moment that happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. If a tree falls in the forest, nobody's around to see it. Who trapped it down? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's oh oh no, it's um. Uh, does anybody make a sound? Sorry about that, folks. Does it? Who, yeah. You know. So yeah. Enjoy the content that you have, folks. We we just got through a huge. Well, we're still actually going through it. But a huge like extinction level event. Okay, if you're sitting there hate watching stuff, why? When you could be watching something that you enjoy. If you don't want, you have it. It's all about guarding your space, guarding your time, guarding your. Look, if I'm watching something, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna read it. I I stopped reading a comic. I was like, yeah, this isn't good, and I stopped reading. And it's by one of my favorite writers. I didn't like it. So I start reading it. I'm not going to keep giving money, keep giving my time and effort to that. Why? Stop. 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 Did you? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you. I fucking love, love the geek community and stuff like that. But I also want to thump each of you in the forehead with a thimble on my finger. Just thump each of you in the forehead. Uh-huh. For those of you who can't see, I'm just rubbing the bridge of my nose and shaking my head. If, if you know me, you know exactly what my face looks like right now. The migraine pose. Just yeah, it's that. <laughs> it's that pose of like you go to work and you just don't want to be bothered. So I was like, "So how was your weekend?" And you're like, "What? What? Oh, Antonio, you're such a poser." 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm posing near that time clock so I can clock out and get the hell away from y'all. What were you gonna say, brother? So, so brother, I, I, I wanted to talk real quick before, before we get out of here. Right. Did you see that little bit of uh, Black Panther two casting? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I am not. I'm not trying to. I'm not buying into the 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 prevailing theory yet. Oh God! That Michaela Cole is possibly Aurora Monroe. Yes, because people can only think of one black woman apparently in the MCU. Fucking morons! Oh, yeah. oh, Actually, you know what? Amina, Amina asked me the other day if she thought that they had cast her maybe as a villain, and I kind of said her, I was like, I don't know. Like, I well, honestly don't know what this is. You know what I mean? Like, could she be playing Storm? It's a possibility, right? Because we all know that the MCU now owns the rights to the X-Men. My argument would be, though, that if she is Storm, she's not going to be full-on Storm yet because we have no idea how they're reintroducing the X-Men, right? So mm-hmm. I could buy I could buy the notion that maybe she is playing a woman named Aurora who doesn't know what her potential is yet. Mm-hmm. I could buy that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well or she could be nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Just as some, equally. Someone was saying that. She could be playing. I'm trying to remember the character's name. Um, Okoye's um, lover. Okay, that's another option, which I'm here for as well because that's a very important part in uh, Tanakisi Coates's Black Panther run. Mm-hmm. Put the, put the chairs down, folks. I know it's. I know he was a this a, a very divisive writer for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Put the chairs down. I'm just a messenger. I promise. But that Midnight Angels thing was very important, and it was so such such a cornerstone. It's such a great thing. I'm he, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I'm here for Michaela Cole. Speaking of which, have, have you seen uh, I May Destroy? I've only seen the first episode, and okay. I was like, and I was destroyed after that first episode. I was like, because when people were like recommending it, they didn't know how to describe it. Yeah, drama, it, comedy, and it's it's a difficult show to kind of nail down into it's one like a, kind of description. It's I want to say surreal, but surreal seems uh-huh. like not the right word. Uh-huh. But it's just it's it's there and it's good. Like that's the only thing I can say. Yeah, absolutely. Like she does such great work, and she has such a strong presence, and it's just so yeah, it's just there. So I mean. Whatever her role is going to be in this movie, I'm here for it, and I'm good. Um, I don't want her to play Storm, though, because I want everyone to look like an idiot. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And when people yell out, oh, well, who's she playing Storm? So you can only think of one black woman in all of the MCU that she can play. It's the only black woman that you know. Granted, she is one of the most iconic characters, period, in comics. She is Storm. Is Storm? She's literally the goddess and the queen. Yes, of course. But when you can only say Storm, I'm, I, 
I, I have to look at you and go, just, just, just get out. Just, just get out. Get out. I'm tired of all of you. Just, I need this hiatus so bad. People are fucking idiots. I just, I can't. I just, and this isn't me. Obviously, I'm not talking about everyone, but you know who you are. If this offends you, then you're an idiot. I, I, I honestly don't. Then, then, then I'm talking about you. I just, I don't. I want to love you all, but oh my god, I, I want to thump some of you in the forehead so badly. Open up your borders. I, I, I don't. I mean your mental borders. I'm not getting into politics. Open up your mental borders. If you, if you can only think of one person to think of, of, of all voice colors, Storm. Go read the comic. Go look up. Go Wikipedia. Um. Go Google. Go. Uh, Bing, go to Ikea, guess a furniture. I don't give a damn. Just do, do it. Oh, fucking exhausting. Man. Just, I... She's got to be a war. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't, you idiot. Because she's a black woman, she can only play, like, there's only the one character that she can be. She could be playing She-Hulk. I, I wouldn't get... That would have been cool, actually. Oh, that would have been cool casting. Her She-Hulk, that would have been. That would have been interesting. And keep her black too. Hair kinky as hell when she like changes. Yeah, I would have. You know, I, I would have paid to see that in theaters. Mask up, people losing their minds. For those of you who can't see, I'm sitting back in the chair with my arm, so I'm just like I'm looking like I'm eating crow. I'm enjoy this. No, but seriously, folks, like look at other characters. There are a lot of characters out there she could be playing in the ramifications of mcu i mean who thought that we were going to be getting black knight in 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 us in uh eternals uh, yeah he has a link to it but who would have thought they would have put his human ass in there so you know we'll see where it goes i'm not going to theorize because no i don't do that but when i do do it i'm usually right aka tasky just saying uh-huh but all in all, um, Black Widow was very enjoyable. Um, yes. I would give it, uh, honestly, I'll give it um, four and a half plates out of five. That last plate I couldn't finish, so I'm just going to leave some of it on there. I'm just going to leave some of that on there. You're just going to leave a floater like that, bro? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. No floaters. No floaters. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Nah, I'm stuffed. I can't eat no more. I got it. <laughs> you want a doggy bag? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I eat it for breakfast tomorrow. I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but definitely was enjoyable. And if you have the opportunity, go see uh, Snake Eyes. Definitely was enjoyable. Um, kind of thought provoking too, in in a way. I mean, but great action. The way it was shot was oh god, oh. Absolutely loved the look. It almost felt cyberpunk anime-ish in some scenes in uh, Tokyo. And seeing the different ways that they fought too, between Snake Eyes and um and Storm Shadow. That yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that. Nice. I the only thing I didn't like, I think, was the casting of Scarlet. Um Nothing against her personally. I just when I think of Scarlet, I didn't think of her. Uh, 
Um, she was the actress from, oh my God, um, that horror movie about the, um, Ready or Not. That that lead actress that's in there, Ready or Not. No. Yeah, that's Scarlet. Hold on. I, not, not lying, dude. Samara Weaving, yeah. That's her. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she plays Scarlet. Wow. She's not who I, yeah, it, it didn't dawn on me at first. I was looking, I was like, oh, she's from Australia. Wait, is she related to Hugo? Yes, Weaving? she is. That's his niece. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I can see the eyebrow rouse. Yeah, that's definitely, mm -hmm. that's a definitely a genetic thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. They could have got her to play Red Skull, like a female Red Skull. That's kind of dope. Okay. Yeah, she how, plays. How, how was she as Scarlet? Was she any good? Well, it's it's like a secondary role, you know, because they're focusing on it, but they do drop. But they mm -hmm. do tell you about G.I. Joe and Cobra in it, you okay. know. Um, she she's good. It's just she's just not who I would think of as Scarlet. When I think of Scarlet, yeah, because she doesn't really have Scarlet features. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It, it does, but again, this is an origin story. It's how many yeah. years beforehand, so I'm trying not to yeah. go that deep into it. You know, yeah. because this is the first time we're seeing Snake Eyes' face. Yeah, and I think yeah. for the longest time we've been told that Snake Eyes is white. Uh, okay. So. Again, different universe, different things are happening, you okay. know, but definitely worth it. Um, it's, I think, two hours, maybe. Okay. So like that, but I enjoyed it. There was a hokey scene that I was like, uh, didn't really need that. Okay. Really. But then again, I'm thinking about the weather dominator and um, when Cobra <laughs> blacked out the world, the pyramids and Serpentor, and there's a man with a metal mask on his face. So I was like, eh, okay, cool, whatever. We're not going to piddle about this. We're not. It's like when people watch Iron Man, but they get mad at Fast and Furious. Yeah. Sit down. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Although they did launch a um, uh, a car in, into space. But uh, again. Yeah, I heard. Not going to piddle on it. I saw. Well, I, I actually fell asleep in that part, too. I'm going to be honest with you. I, mm -hmm. I did because I was, again, I was tired. But it. I mean, it was definitely it was definitely interesting to see. I would recommend Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes might be my favorite so far. Possibly just because it was a different way of story, telling story, but they've still got Green Knight. Although, um, what's name was good too. I really enjoy it because I like that series. It's like Saw or Cube, um, PG thirteen version of it. If you're not really into a lot of blood and gore. Um, Escape Room, uh, a tournament of champions. Mm -hmm. That's a fun movie. Genuine anxiety, trying to figure out the puzzles with them. Honestly, genuine anxiety, <laughs> trying to figure them out. But we still have um, Green Knight coming up. Mm -hmm. We have Old, which actually came out yesterday. I didn't even realize. I honestly would have went to see them both. I didn't even realize Old Old came out yet. There's also, um, on, and I'm only going to say it once, and I'm not going to say it again. Uh, uh, Candyman. I think that's like the last big summer movie. That's in August. That's like I've heard. End. I've heard good things about Green Knight. Green Actually, Knight. I've heard. I've heard something similar that you said in the show. Like, don't go into it thinking one way. It's not going to be that old movie that we saw in the eighties, uh -huh. which I saw probably a hundred times. 
So when I heard this was coming out, I was like, oh my God, I had to reacquaint myself with the story mm-hmm. and the riddle and everything like that, which is great. Yeah, it's not going to be that. First off, it's A24. That's going to tell you right there, you're not going to get what you think you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And just the way it's shot is so atmospheric and beautiful. And we're getting Day, uh, excuse me, um, Dev Patel mm-hmm. as Sir Gawain, which we don't get. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot going on in this movie. It's beautiful, it's atmospheric. I'm all for it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Arthurian stuff. I'm actually reading through a comic called Once in Future right now, which is about an Arthurian legend. And yeah, there was something else that was coming out though too. Old, there's um, Green Knight. Something else I wanted to see too. I can't remember what it was. Suicide Squad? So it, it was a lower key movie. Like it was like one of those sleepers, like like one of those summer sleepers. I do want to see um Suicide Squad, um, just because of the fact that he was in jail for, um, shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. I think that's, I don't know why that that cracked me up. I have no idea why. That movie looks a lot like, what you call it. It has the almost has the same pacing and tone of, uh, what you call it. Obviously, because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Same so, dude. Um. Oh, it was a Jungle Cruise. No, it wasn't. Totally lying. <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, there was another summer movie that I wanted to see. Oh, you know what? It might have been um, Don't Breathe 2. Mm, yeah, Don't Breathe. Yeah. Don't Breathe 2. There's another one called The Protégé. Um, Reminiscence. With uh, Hugh Jackman, which looks interesting. Uh-huh. Looks kind of cyberpunkish. Um, looking through all these movies, that's really it. I just oh, there was that movie I didn't talk about. Um, Zola, which I want to say. Uh-huh. That's a twenty four again. But that one looks like pretty interesting. But yeah, if, if you get a chance, I mean. A Quiet Place 2 is still in theaters. Quiet Place 2 is also on Paramount Plus if you want to watch. Actually, the first one and the second one are both on. You said you watched them both, right? I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I I haven't been able to. Um, But yeah, there's. I can't remember what that movie was. You know what? It might have just been old. And because old um, Green Knight and the movie about the black man with the hook in his hand. Um, not saying that name again. I don't care what y'all say because this counts as a mirror because I'm looking at my face. Don't think it's semantics, but I know how curses and spells work. It's very, you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me behind me from Ruder to the tutor. No, not, not, not today. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So, what's your rating for Black Widow? Four stars. I mean, it was definitely, definitely interesting. Like I said, it doesn't feel like your typical MCU movie, mm-hmm. which maybe is why I liked it so much too, because again, it was a bit of, it was, it might not seem like it, but it was a step of evolution and storytelling for MCU. You have to remember, yeah, we want ev- evolution, but it's also the MCU and Disney. So they're still going to stay in the confines of what they can do and in their universe. So you know, you're not going to get, I mean, you could think of elusive storytelling as far as um, taking a character 
that was made white because nobody was trying to make characters of color and they make that character of color. That's in a way an, a story of a way of um, an evolution storytelling because you're bringing it into modern day. So even that is in a way, but it you're you're they're only going to work within the confines that they have. So you're going to see evolution, but it might not seem like it, but you are going to get it. Where in something else, you might see this huge way of storytelling that you're like, oh my God, I never thought about this comic or that movie or these characters in that way. Wow. But you're still getting the core of what that story, what that comic, what that character, what that game, whatever the hell is based on, what that ride. Did they really just make another movie about a goddamn ride, Jungle Cruise? I just why did it just dawn on me? Is this the same universe of Par- of of a Pirates of, of the Caribbean? I kind of hope so, because that would be an interesting universe nah, that they could do. I don't think so. I, think <laughs> I don't think they're trying to join those at all. That that would be interesting too, just because they're rides. I mean, you know, we'll do a teacup movie too. I don't care. They're so busy trying to figure out what they want to do with pirates now that they dump Johnny Depp. Well, there's another one coming out, isn't there? Like, uh, yeah, this... but I've, I've heard so. different things about it. I've heard them trying to recast it with a female as well, Jack yeah, the... Sparrow. Oh, I it's thought the like movie competing... was already done. No, it's like competing projects. I don't think it's done at all. I oh, think I they've been I... trying to figure it out. Well, that's a movie poster and everything for it. I thought it was, oh. Man, I, I, you'd have to show it to me if you've seen it. I didn't I care that much. I, I didn't care that much to remember where I saw it. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a fake poster that you saw. That's true. But, you know, only going to work within the confines that they have. So if you enjoy it, cool, great. If you don't enjoy it, okay, watch something else, read something else, listen to something else. Go listen to uh, Lil Nas X and uh, Montaro. Song's fantastic. Or, you know what, go download um, Teen Spirit from Black Widow such a haunting rendition i had mm-hmm. to get it on on my ipod oh and i love that song nirvana fan and it played so well with that opening montage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes so that's all i got nice bro. nice yes. yes yes well that is it for this edition of special edition i should say <laughs> fandom initiative. Uh, thank you, brother, for doing the show, doing this yes, quick uh, review of the Red Room Diaries. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shout out to David Duchovny. If you know, you know. If you exactly. don't, don't exactly. worry about it. You good? Trying to get that Showtime deal. Oh, oh that, that Showtime money. Trying to be the second coming of um <laughs> yeah. of uh the boys on there, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I am the cinema CEO, Michael Williams. This is Antonio Pomares, the, the hungry bleak, the right. dark star, nevermore. That's right. Super Friday. <laughs> Fridays, y'all know what it is. Oh, you good, you good, my guy. You good? Nah, <laughs> um, oh, next Saturday, um, I will actually be in New York next Saturday. Uh, there's a um, 
of Black Comic Book Fair uh, going on at Anyone Comics uh, Saturday, uh, July 31st. That is July 31st, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, it is because seven days from today, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be from 12 to 5, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, go check it out. It's going to be a lot of... Uh, one. Uh, it's going to be some incredible people there. So go buy some comics. Guess myself. I'm going to get my my Static Shock issue signed by Vita Ayala because I'm a huge fan of them. Awesome. Nice. I'll also be picking out some comics because the new Icon will be coming out this week uh, from the re- reappearance of Milestone along with the other history of the DC Universe. They're telling the story of Thunder, I want to say, which is kind of a companion piece to go with Black Lightning. So yeah, that's going on Saturday. Check that out. Um, yeah. Run it. Do it. Love it. Get it, wear it, wash it. Um, you're, you're. So wash it because I got to do laundry. And I'm not really looking forward to it. So yeah, it's awesome. Nice, bro. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for listening. And we will see you around the universe. So to speak. Tour. We we will be later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hardest, most aggressive peace symbol ever. Hard peace signs. Later. <laughs>